Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Ditra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. Today, I am sipping on some homemade golden milk. It's a warm turmeric drink, and it's supposed to help you with inflammation, mood improvement, supporting brain function, and memory improvement. And Lord knows I need that because I can't remember anything. Preventing heart disease, boosting the immune system, it aids in digestion, improves bone health, and it lowers blood sugar levels. So basically, this is like a magic tonic that I'm drinking, and you know, I should be like the healthiest person you'll ever meet if I drink this every day. We shall see. But beyond the potential health benefits, it's also delicious and it's super easy to make. I just make a quick paste. Um, I use coconut cream, turmeric, ginger. Do you say turmeric or turmeric? I've heard people say it different ways. I say turmeric, but I think turmeric sounds weird, but anyway, it's probably the proper way to say it. But anyway, back to what I use. So <laughs> the turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, cardamom, and black pepper. Um, you need the black pepper. It's important because it the capsaicin in it activates the turmeric, at least is what I've read. So, you know, I'm going to follow the instructions. <laughs> anyway, I make that a paste and then I refrigerate it and that'll last me about a week. And so what I do is I'll heat up some milk and then I'll mix in a couple of tablespoons of the paste. You can use any milk that you like. I use regular milk. I use the uh, lactose-free organic stuff, but um, you know, you can use coconut milk, almond milk, whatever. But anyways, the amount of the paste that you add is basically to taste. I like it really strong, but you might not like it as strong, so just use a little bit less paste. Um, just figure it out, but it tastes delicious. And some people add honey to it. I don't really think that you need it because the milk and the cinnamon kind of give it a sweetness anyway, but you can drink it hot. You can drink it cold. I personally prefer it hot. Anyway, moving on, I want to take a moment and I want to wish a very very happy birthday to one of my best friends, Tamara. She is my gaming, arts loving, multitasking. Boy, can she multitask. Like, I don't even understand how she functions because she does like nine things at one time. I can barely do one thing and <laughs> focus on it enough to get it done. But anyway, she's uh, multitasking, Jesus loving, and she's the planner to my dreamer. So like we come up with a lot of things together and Tamara is very much the person who has the vision for how to get to that point. So like you might have an idea and then Tamara's like, well, this is how you're going to get there. Um, so I definitely value that aspect of our friendship. I think we work well together. Anyway, I hope that this year is the best one yet. And you know, I love you girl. And yeah. Woo, happy birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Woo, woo. All right, I'm done. <laughs> so briefly, since I haven't talked about it in a little bit, I guess that I'll talk about dating. And what I have to say about that is that I'm over it. That's it. I'm not made for these streets. I don't have the patience. I'm tired of dealing with these dudes and their wishy-washiness. And, you know, like, I don't know. I just... I'm over it. And in that vein, I decided, you know what, since I'm over it, I'm just going to start dating myself and I'm going to do stuff with me and with my girlfriends and just enjoy life, which I've been doing anyway. I'll also, you know, still maybe date, but I'm really, I don't know, kind of over it right now. We'll see. I might change my tune in a couple weeks, but who knows? Right now I'm over it. <laughs> 
So last week we talked about some current news stories and today there is one very important news uh, piece that is going on right now and I want to briefly discuss it. Um, It's the murder of 22-year-old Mahsa Amini in Iran. Um, She died in a hospital only three days after she was taken by the morality police in Tehran and she was taken to a re-education center because she didn't abide by the state's hijab rules. So basically she had some of her hair showing um, and so they took her in and she wound up dying by apparent police brutality um, and her death has galvanized the people of Iran Iran, particularly women, and they are protesting. And, you know, at first the protests, they started out as a call for justice for Amani's death. And since then, they, over the course of this time, you know, I think it's like going on day 11 or 12, the protests have grown into a widespread call for governmental change. People are demanding change. They want to see a regime change. And, uh, you know, when I first heard about this, what really shook me, you know, beyond the obvious, beyond the loss of a life and why she died, um, was the women who stood up and said no more. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about it, but you know, they removed their hijabs, they burned them, they demanded to be seen and heard. And this is not something to take lightly. Like, you know, we protest in in America and we face certain things, but this is like, many women have been murdered in the course of these protests. And yes, I know people have died in the protest here, but it's, I guess what I'll say is the... The threat, while there, is not necessarily as imminent as the threat I feel is there for these women in these circumstances because, I don't know, it's just crazy. I I don't want to discount anybody's bravery, but it just really, um, really did shake me. And it, you know, they knew it was a possibility and they still chose to stand. And I think that's the case for anybody that chooses to protest and and take a stand against the government or take a stand against what's wrong. And, you know, thinking about this, it made me question myself. Like, what would I do if I were in their situation specifically? Now, would I stand or would I hide? I hope that I would stand. I hope that I would fight. Um, but, you know, we never know what we would do when we're faced with these situations until we're in them. You know, we can theorize and hypothesize about it all day, but at the end of it all, it doesn't matter until you actually experience it. And then that's when you find out who you truly are and where you truly stand. I don't know. This got me thinking and I'm like, my thoughts are with them. And if there comes to be any ways that we can help, then I'll definitely be looking at that because women should be free. Okay. Here in the United States, around the world, women should be free. We should have the right to choose. We should have the right to live our lives as we want to, you know, down with the patriarchy. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I feel like my right girl is rising up. Uh, But anyway, on a lighter note, the Fictionary Book Gang has officially started. We're reading The Other Black Girl by Zakia Delilah Harris. You have until October 
18th on that episode, I'll be talking about it. So you want to read the book before that point. So go to your bookstore, go to your library, book exchange online, wherever you get your books, um, get the book before then and read it before October 18th, uh, because I will be talking about it on that date and there will be some spoilers. Okay. To celebrate the fictionary booking, I am giving away a copy of the book and some other fun items. So I'm going to put together a nice little package for our winner. You have until 5 p.m. Um, actually today, so Tuesday the 27th when this episode airs, you have until 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, to submit your entry. And the way that you do that is you're going to go to fictionary underscore podcast. You're going to on Instagram, you're going to follow us and then you are going to like the pinned post on the page and then follow the instructions so that you can uh, have your entry. And while you're following us on Instagram, you might as well go ahead and follow us on all the social medias. It's fictionary underscore podcast on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you know, all of them. <laughs> We're there. We also uh, host uh, games on the Versus Game app. That's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. And we'll be posting a new game this week. Download the app if you haven't already um, so that you can play along. Uh, Versus Game app is the best place for people like me who feel like we have a lot of knowledge about certain things and we could put that knowledge to work for us and earn some money. Um, there was a recent huge overhaul on the app so it's a lot more streamlined and better for you but you do have to familiarize yourself with it. So if you haven't been on the app in a while or you haven't downloaded it then check it out and make sure to follow fictionary underscore podcast. All right. Guys, without further ado, I want to go ahead and get into our stories for this week. I'm sharing three original 100-word fiction stories. I will give you the prompts and the title. And anyway, let's all sit back, relax, and enjoy. Our first story for today is titled, We All Fall Down. The genre is post-apocalyptic. The word is rose. And the action is filing a complaint. It. Uh, excuse me, mutters the filthy man at my counter. He's holding a half-empty bottle and looks agitated. He reminds me of the rab rats I hunt with his twitching. What is it? I ask. I, I b- bought this from you. And I spit. I know where this is going. It's not water. It's urine. He mumbles, placing the bottle on the counter. Got it in one. What'd you think you were getting in exchange for an expired can of cat food? It's good piss. I get it from behind the gates. You know they always have enough water. Now get the fuck out of here. I say this while aiming my crossbow at his head. He leaves and I get back to sharpening my knife. Ring around a rosy pocket or a posy. I sing quietly. The end. So, bum bum bum, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, I kind of liked this one. Although, I would like to say it is, in my research, not a good idea to drink your own urine, which is probably why this guy was like pissed about it. But I mean, you could if you were healthy and you had enough water. But if you had enough water, why would you be drinking your own pee? Uh, you know, 
there you go. That's the question for the ages. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled, This Isn't a Joke. The genre is crime caper. The word is simple. And the action is telling a joke. I got a joke. Shut up, Miguel. I'm trying to focus. Oh, Bella's trying to focus. He mocks. Seriously, you are such a dick. It's really simple. We need to pay attention. If anyone besides our guys come in or out of that bank, we have to send the alert. Miguel is always joking, and he gets on my nerves. This is our third bank in as many days, and I am sick of being on the lookout with him. Bella. A priest? A rabbi? And a chicken? Are you serious? I said no jokes. No, Bella, look. Miguel points at the entrance to the bank. There stands a literal walking punchline, trying to open the door. Send the alert, I shout. The end. This isn't a joke. (laughs) Guys, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this one, but... (laughs) I don't know. I think my uh, golden milk has kicked in because I feel a little zen in that one with the world and there was no alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, this story entertained me. You know, you always hear those jokes like a priest, a rabbi, and a chicken walk into a bar. The bartender says, no jokes here. So the chicken says, let's get out of here. I know another bar across the street, across the road. Guys, I suck at jokes. <laughs> and I'm going to leave that in there so you guys can appreciate how much I suck at jokes. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into our final story for today. Yay. Our final story is where the women run free. The genre is legend. The word is knife. And the action is drinking something. With a shot of whiskey and a shake of her head, the mighty Brianna Bland fills her enemies with dread. This land is her land, this place by the sea, and this wild little country is where women run free. Mighty Brianna, the original pioneer, fought hard against the patriarch and brought women here. Mighty Brianna could have been a good wife, but instead she chose freedom with the blade of her knife. Now she waves her flag high and calls to her sisters, let's all burn our bras and be done with the misters. Mighty Brianna saw what life should be and created a country where women are free. The end. Alright, so just a little note on this one. It was, I'm, I entered a contest and um, in the writing contest after write and rhyme, this is obviously not my story that I entered. However, I wanted to get some practice in writing rhyming uh, stories, so there you go. Anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed and um yeah brianna bland is a combination of brianna taylor and sandra bland Uh, i don't know and i think i might have been inspired by what's happening in iran Uh, but i don't know guys stand up don't be quiet speak out let your voice be heard it deserves to be anyway i love you guys and i will see you next time until next time keep on reading